In talking about movies, all I've ever wanted to do is just inspire people to open their minds to the art of them. I think movies are a beautiful thing, and if you allow yourself to enjoy them as they are, but also obviously critique them, I think you would enjoy all the different ranges and all the different forms that movies come in. And I think that the movie I'm coming to you with today deserves just that. The Umbra Amber Speed. Sound production, take one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special spoiler-free episode of the Unbound Cinefem. Now, this is not your regularly scheduled program because I just saw everything everywhere all at once, and I had to talk about it. As soon as I came out the theater, I called my friend and I said, I think this is what it feels like to be on drugs. And that sounds absurd, but I promise you, the movie's life-changing. You might have been seeing it on social media, people talking about it, and its it's varying release dates um, has kind of caused this mass wave of people talking about it. Um, But even if you look on YouTube and Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, you'll see reviews that are dating back to March. Um, But officially... Everything Everywhere All at Once is available in theaters wherever you're at. Um, And so I had the pleasure of seeing it today. Everything Everywhere All at Once follows Evelyn, a Chinese immigrant, as she struggles to balance her two main priorities, her father's approval and her business. It leaves her husband feeling unloved and her daughter feeling unseen. All in all, she's stuck in her head and disconnected from reality and the people in it. And so when her, her husband, and her father are in the elevator of the IRS building on their way to be audited, her husband's personality suddenly changes. He calls himself a verse jumper. He explains that there's a multitude of universes in which she is not the person she thinks she is. She can be a chef, she can be an artist, she can be a singer, and in all these different universes she has these skills. And he's come to help her and for her to help him. She's to use all of these skills that she's gotten from all these different lives to help defeat this evil and dark force that's coming to pretty much destroy every single universe from what I from what I understand. She's just going to tear everything apart. Tear everything up, tear everything apart. Um and so that's that's the premise of the movie. And in order to keep this spoiler free, that is where I'm going to stop. Now This movie has very significant themes, and I think, you know, everyone's talking about, oh, it's about the multiverse, it's about the multiverses, but watching it, it's so much more about, it's so much more than that. It's about family, it's about immigrant stories, it's about um, generational trauma, and oh my gosh, that, that part right there, that part right there, Um, I have I've not cried in a movie in a really long time there has not been a show or a movie that's made me cry I would say in at least a year but that's that's not even pushing it 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 could be more than that but this movie had me crying in the club um I think it's safe to say that more than 
more than none of us um, have childhood trauma when it comes to family, um, one way or the other. And I like this movie specifically just really highlights that all we ever want as children and as adults, you know, who have grown up in a family, all we've ever wanted is for our family and our parents to accept us the way that we show up in the world. And so that aspect just really, that's what got me because my eyes were stinging. Now, I didn't have popcorn, but I will tell you that I got I got butter in my eyes. And between that and the idea that life can get so mundane and repetitive that we take even the smallest things for granted. Um, And that's a message that, you know, I talked about in my episode about the Midnight Library, which I will get to comparing those um, in a little bit. But if I had to explain or if I had to sum up this movie in one word, it would be gnarly. And I don't use that word very often. That word is just not, like, it is in my vocabulary. Like, I know it exists, but it's the very, very bottom of my vocabulary list. But I was just watching it, and it it was just gnarly. Like, absurd, but in the best way. Because they tackle these kind of tough topics in a comical way. So that even when, like, like I was, I was crying, but then I was laughing. Um... And you just, I I like it the way that I like Scott Pilgrim versus the world because I love that movie. It's in its unique way of, of being a film. And so the way that I love that, I love everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, can I also just add, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this movie and we've only ever really seen her in like horror movies, Freaky Friday, like... And there's no, there's no in between, you know, but she really did her thing here. And I was just kind of wondering, like, the character she plays in this movie, where was she in Halloween Kills? Because I would like to see Mrs. Dietrich and Michael Myers go head to head. I think that'd be a battle all of us would be entertained by. Before I even seen any trailer, um, I had actually seen on bookstagram or book talk whichever the one it was first um that everything everywhere all at once was wasn't a direct adaptation but it was kind of the same idea as the midnight library which i talk about in my previous episode this week um and so i wasn't going into the movie theater with that idea but i took I took it with a grain of salt just to see what kind of comparisons there were and I'm gonna be real honest not as many as you think um because the Midnight Library is is talking about the multiverses but in the sense that you're you're dead like and you can only see these multiverses when you're dead whereas like in everything everywhere all at once that's it's not the same way um and it's almost set up as like uh oh you don't like the life that you live well here's all the lives that you could be living whereas everything everywhere all at once is talking about you know you can't you you can't just go to another life whenever you don't like this one um and so it kind of reinforces the idea that you 
wanting to live another life is bad. You should be happy in the life that you live. Midnight Library does have that same message, but I just feel like it's set up in a different way. Um, in, in general, though, it is about taking life for granted, no matter how it's positioned. Um, another, another type of thing that I've kind of found, I guess, in the movie versus the, versus the Midnight Library was, you know, they do have the verse jumpers, right? And everything, everywhere all at once. Um, but in the Midnight Library, they're called sliders, but it's only of course, when you die, that you can, you know, jump through all these different lives. And it's not necessarily seen as a negative thing. I think that in both the book and the movie, you still see the, you still see how when life does get um, repetitive, mundane, boring, that you forget your reason for living. You, You forget why you're in the position you're in you forget why um you forget what you once loved about life and so in the movie you know it's very interesting to see what exactly she goes through um in order to get to this realization to answer the question whether the midnight library and everything everywhere are the same, are comparable? I would say no. I think that they are their own separate entities, rightfully so, because yes, they approach the same themes, they approach the same um, messages, but in a different way. They take a completely different path, a different creative outlook on it, and Everything everywhere is much more comical. It's much more lighthearted, but it still makes you it still makes you think in the way that the Midnight Library does. And that's what I found to be the most similar between the two. Um so if you are thinking about watching the or if you are thinking about reading the Midnight Library, um definitely like throw that thought out. Don't even think about everything everywhere. And when you go watch everything everywhere, don't even think about the Midnight Library because you you need to walk into that theater with an open mind, open heart. That's all I'm gonna say right now in this moment. I loved the movie. <laughs> I loved the movie. And Stephanie Hsu was so amazing. I had I don't think I've seen her in anything else before. She plays Joy um, in the movie, she, which is uh, Evelyn's daughter. And I don't think I've seen her in anything else before this, though she did look familiar. But she did an amazing job. I don't really have favorite actors or actresses. Like when people ask me, oh, who's your favorite? I don't know. Do not ask me these questions. She's probably on my non-existent list because like the dynamic in character is just I could never do that me a theater kid could never that's why she's on the screen and I'm in the seat there are so many more things that I would love to talk about um but I want to respect the fact that you all have not seen this movie yet um or at least I'm hoping that you haven't seen it so then you can listen to this and be like oh my gosh I want to go watch it and go watch it um but 
If you are interested in hearing a full out 40 minute, 50 minute analysis like I typically do on movies um, with spoilers and everything, definitely let me know. Uh, my review can be found on Letterboxd, but I would have to give this movie a five out of five. I don't see how it could be. I don't see how it could be any less unless you were just very, very cold hearted, a very cold hearted person. If you I mean, teach their own teach their own but you know what i am judging you if you did not at least have fun in this movie because that is what it is it is a fun movie so that being said (laughs) um thank you all for listening thank you all for tuning in i do hope that you're able to go out see everything everywhere all at once which is in theaters everywhere um see it soon and yeah i'll catch you on the next episode of the unbound cinefilm This sci-fi action adventure was directed by Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. I hope I pronounced that right, but they're better known as the Daniels anyway. Their works include Turn Down for What, which was a music video released in 2013, and Swiss Army Men from 2016. The movie stars Michelle Yeoh, Ki-Hu Kwan, which is the kid from Goonies, and I'm still, I just, it makes sense, and Stephanie Hsu. Now, going into this movie, I didn't have a lot of expectations just because I hadn't looked into the movie. I saw maybe two trailers for it, one in the movie theater, one just as an advertisement. And I was like, "I, you gave me everything and nothing at all, um, which 
a lot of A24 films are doing that now these days, and that's great. Um, <laughs> but I remembered specifically seeing confetti, googly eyes, and it was talking about the multiverse. And that's the the main thing that stood out to me because I feel like when mo- any any type of pop culture reference in terms of the the multiverse, Disney is involved, and so I was excited to see what they could uh, what they could bring to the table in terms of that. So this movie, um, 